defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. We're here live at NRB. Proclaim 2020 is the convention. Nashville is the city. And my next guest is a fan favorite, returning guest. And she hosts two national radio programs, Hope for the Heart and Hope in the Night. I'm introducing June Hunt. Well, welcome to the program, June. Oh, thank you. It's a wonderful privilege to be with you. Thank you. So you were honored here at NRB this year with uh, what I'm going to call a Lifetime Achievement Award, but but really, you, you say it's the Impact Radio... Yeah, they call it Radio Impact... Uh, Announcer uh, of the Year. Well, uh, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. 200, uh, 2020 Radio Impact Award. How many yeah. radio stations is your program on? And you're every day or every week? or uh, uh, We're a, a daily, like Monday through Friday. Uh, the two different programs, one is being Hope for the Heart is a 30-minute... Um, more like dealing with real problems um, and we inter insert calls from Hope in the Night. Hope in the Night is an hour-long call-in counseling program. So that's live from uh, uh, 11 to midnight uh, in central time zone, but we're on about, I don't know, 300 and some odd stations. And I've heard you, I think, on the Salem Radio Network yes. and, and you've been on other networks, but here it is, uh, let's say 11 to 12, almost midnight in some time zones, yeah. you're nationwide, and you hear this gentle woman on the radio offering friendly biblical counseling to strangers who call in out of nowhere mm -hmm. with real crises in their life. And I don't know who your call screener is, but they pick the best people to mm. be your guests. You know, people, everyone has challenges. Every one of us have challenges. And when you think about it, uh, what do you do when it's somebody you deeply care about or what if it's you yourself? And so we, a long time ago, in 1986, uh, we started this radio program called Hope for the Heart. But in 89, I taught a three-year course called Counseling Through the Bible. Now, it's not counseling like put somebody down on a couch and stand over this person who has problems. Um, the Bible says, first seek the counsel of the Lord. So what we present is true counsel for, from God's Word. In fact, we talk to pastors and counselors. What do people come to you about? And the reason I did this is there was a point at which I knew no Bible. I didn't know anything uh, from the Bible, even though I was in a church. But nobody took a Bible. And then later I learned, oh, there is something called salvation, not at that church, but now I'm in a church where I'm watching people get quote unquote saved. I don't even know that terminology. And so I'm seeing people who have the real thing. They have something that I wanted. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. They had information. They did. I'd never heard of this information from the Bible. Instead, they had transformation. They had right. transformed lives. Yeah. And so, Dr. Chaps, when I saw this, I thought, I want that, but I didn't know what really they had. Yeah. I didn't understand. It had to do with asking Jesus Christ to come into your life, to take control of your life. The Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. It's not just free fire insurance. Oh, I want, yeah, I want salvation. I don't want to go to hell. You know, it, instead, 
believe in the Lord. Lord means master, ruler, owner, so we give him ownership of our lives. Well, that was a dramatic change, and so I would see people who would use the name Christian like I had. Yes, I'm a Christian. I would answer that question. I was sincere, but sincerely wrong at the same yeah. time. And so now I understand the truth, but I didn't know how to communicate it. I, I just kept watching and listening, and later became a youth director, later became college and career director, later became a conference speaker, and I saw that people would come up to me about problems they had, challenges. Where was the Christian material on it? I could not find it. Right. And, and like with childhood sexual abuse, one out of three girls, one out of five boys up to the age of 18 are victims of childhood sexual abuse. Yeah. Those are police statistics. And I'm thinking, but where is the Christian material? There was not anything. The best thing out there was written by a homosexual woman and a uh, married woman. And the point is, there. Ha I thought there has to be, we have to do something no. about this. So you've become a prolific author. You've do uh, authored uh, over a dozen books. How many books can people find at your website? Well, we have a hundred topics that we deal with for definitions, characteristics, causes, and solutions. We have certain trade books uh, on uh, bonding with your team through boundaries, because I wrote the book I needed when I was a youth director, right. and then I bonding with your child through boundaries, and specifically, how do you do this within the family? And, um, and, and then other things, too. Uh, we have a, a lot of churches use our Counseling Through Your Bible Handbook, because we have 50 topics, and it's the Cliff Notes version for the if you, if you have this, people come to you when they feel you're credible, but, or do you know what to say? If somebody comes to you and says, what do I do? My daughter has anorexia. Wow. Most people have no clue. What but you have do. a booklet for that. We have a book that has the 50 topics. Yeah. But yes, we have a, a, we call them keys for living. And the biblical counseling keys, the keys for living, um, that will walk you through definitions, characteristics, causes, and solutions. And it's on a hundred topics. June Hunt, thank you for uh, counseling us today. You can be my counselor any, anytime. <laughs> we share the counsel that God gives us. Yes, that's there right. You are. And, the, and the, the counsel ultimately comes from the Lord and through the Bible. But there is now this wave of uh, perversion that's going through our young people in junior high schools across mm -hmm. America. I'm talking about the transgender movement. Yes. And so many parents and concerned grandparents are calling my show to say, I have a family member who, the kid's being fooled, the kid's mm -hmm. being deceived, and what's the right response is, for me as a Christian parent or grandchild? Are you getting those same phone calls? I'm getting transvestites calling, wanting help. I'm getting people who have loved ones who uh, have moved transgender into that camp. And how do you think about this? How, how do we think about it? They don't know what to do. So what is your advice? Sometimes I'll begin with a simple story. Um, one of the first calls I ever had was a man who said he was a transvestite. And I said, talk to me. When was the first time you ever wanted to wear the clothing of a female? And he said, 
my, my sister was the apple of my daddy's eye. He said my, my father definitely favored her. He, he would let her sit on his lap, but I didn't have that relationship. And, and then so I one day went into her drawer and uh, opened up the drawer and uh, put on her panties. And then I felt like, I can be now the apple of daddy's eye. I feel valued and I feel special. Now he never said anything, never literally told his father or anyone, but it was born out of rejection in this case. He felt rejected by his dad for being a male because it was the female that was favored. Wow. Another situation, I was uh, in the Northeast and a woman, I didn't know at all, she was not even a Christian believer, uh, she came up to me and she said, oh, you give counsel. Uh, I want to know what to do about my husband. He's a man's man. And then one day, I come home and he's wearing a robe. He's wearing my gown. What is this about? Oh my gosh. And then she said he got later arrested. And she said, he, he's retired Navy. What is this? How could yeah. this possibly be? He ups with the soup kitchen, all these things. And I said, tell me, tell me about his background. What do you know about him being raised? And she thought, huh. And she said, well, I know that the parents did not cut his hair until first grade, and he had beautiful blonde locks, and they dressed him as a female. Oh my gosh. And it was only first grade that he was to wear boy clothes. I said, so you're saying that his gender as a male was rejected by the parents? And she said, well, I hadn't thought of it that way, but yes. So see, he was comfortable with this gender that was acceptable, which was the female gender, because that's how he was dressed, how he was raised. And he didn't feel valued, so we talked about what to do. And there were certain things, um, in particular, for her to continue to compliment the maleness of her husband very intentionally and to literally say, honey, I love, and then what is it about the maleness that he had? Anyway, so so there was a whole change that needed Affirming to Affirming his masculinity. Take, yes, because yeah. his masculinity had been denied. Isn't that amazing how people can be impacted at such a young age, and that's why it's dangerous, I think, this leftist ideology that encourages parents to abuse their children by treating them the opposite gender. Uh, and we've seen that. Yeah, and, and I'll just say, one, one guy named Cy Rogers, he was, this is a fascinating story, his life, uh, his mother dies of a car, in a car crash. He's sent with uh, ants, two ants. All around him was only, were only females and he was slight of frame. And he started being called names, like fag and these things. And so finally he just said, well, <laughs> okay, if I'm just gonna be called it, well, why not just whatever? And 
and yet his dad, did, he, his dad didn't know what to do. And so, not trying to blame, but, but then uh, later he actually uh, uh, graduates from high school and he uh, graduates. In fact, later he goes into the Navy yep. and he's a good seaman. But then he has a day image and a night image yeah. and acts out. Now, he becomes the best man for the first two men who are married in Hawaii. And he thinks, this is good, this is good. And then later he's now going to have a sex change. Oh my gosh. He's going to be transgender. And he's at Johns Hopkins. And now one of the men that he was in the wedding with call, they both call, they both saved. And they said, we are no longer married. We have changed. And he thought, what do you mean? And he's angry with them. What, you can't do this. They found Jesus, this. they yes. found Christ. Yes, and, and he couldn't understand it. And so later he says to God, you know, well, if, God, if you're really wanting me to do something here, do some change, look, you're gonna have to really make it obvious. And here he is in his female clothing, because you have to live for a period of time the opposite gender yeah. dressed and you're taking hormones and all. And so here is this man, Cy, and he's turned on the radio and he hears Johns Hopkins has just discontinued their sex <gasps> transformation surgery. Wow. And he goes, God, did you do that for me? And he doesn't know. And so finally he prays to receive Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. Then he goes to a church, but you understand he was a flaming gay. Yeah. So the m men didn't know what to do with him at the first church, the, but he ends up being at a church where the men said, look, we don't know anything about this, but we're willing to help and, and learn. Yeah. And so they see him around a picnic table with all the women and the church picnic after church. And they say, Cy, come be with us. Yeah. And so, you know, so, and, and they teach him how to stand as a male yeah. and be affirming his maleness. By the way, the end of the story is um, he is married, has a number of children. Thank he's God. been a missionary uh, wow. and, and he's, he's the best speaker I know I've ever heard uh, on not just transgender. In fact, he wasn't speaking on transgender when I first yeah. heard him. But uh, in terms of being an apologist, he's The power superb. of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Totally changed him inside what out. What is his name again? Cy, S-Y, Rogers. We're gonna have to find that man and have him on our show. You'd love so, it. So, uh, June, we have just one minute left, but I want you to maybe look into this camera and minister to someone who's touched by this. Could you lead us in prayer? Yes, just be aware. God did not make a mistake by making you the gender that you are. He knows his plan and his purpose for your life. And he says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Heavenly Father, I pray for every person who doesn't know your plan, who has not experienced your purpose. Thank you that you offer it to every single person who's willing to humble his or her heart to literally receive you Lord Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior and then to literally reveal your perfect will for their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Our guest has been Dr. June Hunt. Her website, hopefortheheart.org, but our website is PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer today, that's why we're here. That's why we have a toll-free number. So you can pick it up and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Operators are standing by to pray with you, or if it's after hours, leave a message, we'll get back to you. If you can, please donate to help us sponsor this program at PrayInJesusName.org. We need your contributions, large or small, to bring this program into other people's living rooms. We're already coming to your home, but we could expand if you would give a small contribution at PrayInJesusName.org. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.